Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Come Follow Me, where we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Sammy Murtha, Lumen Christi missionary for the Diocese of Sioux Falls, shares what God has been doing in her life. Today's reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 13. After saying this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of the disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me afterwards. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. So there is a lot of realities going on in this gospel today. Um, And as we enter in um, to the beginnings of Holy Week, we are preparing um, for the Lord's passion and we are preparing for this um, realities that are taking place. And I just want to begin with um, kind of the trouble that is in Jesus's heart as um, as this moment begins. Uh, They have just celebrated um, the Last Supper, the first Mass. Jesus has just given himself, his body and blood, to his disciples in the most intimate way um, that he's going to share with the people of God for generations, Um, right? They will do this in remembrance of him, this very beautiful gift of the Mass, a gift of the Eucharist. Um, But it's also in this moment where you see the fall and the failure of humans, and you see um, our sinfulness um, on display. And when it kind of begins with Judas, Jesus announcing that one of them will betray him, um, and then acknowledging that it's Judas. And right, all the other disciples are kind of unaware, and they're not um, aware what is going on. But Judas is aware that he's that Jesus has knows what he's doing. He's aware that he's going to betray him. He's aware that he has chosen this lesser good. He has chosen this failure 
um, because he lacked trust in Jesus, because he lacked an understanding of who Jesus was and his love for him. Um, and in that moment, it says that Satan entered Judas, that at that last moment, instead of falling in repentance towards Jesus or instead of receiving his love, he became embittered and angry and he let Satan enter him fully in that moment. And he gave himself over to that evil because he was just allowed it to surround him and cover him. And then it says that he went and he went out and it was night. Um, so this imagery is intended to show us that Judas intentionally left the goodness of Christ. He walked away from Jesus and he stepped into the night. He stepped into the darkness. When we step into the darkness, when we step away from Jesus, that is where we are opening ourselves up to the works of the enemy. Um, but it's when we stay close to Jesus, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's painful, even when we're accused of our sin, even when we're acknowledged of our failures, that is where the light is. But as soon as we walk out the door into the night, we lay prey to the work of the enemy and he will continue to pull us deeper and deeper and farther and farther away from Christ. And then that's exactly what takes place for Judas. But then we also see Simon Peter in his relationship of wanting to speak with confidence towards Jesus, wanting to tell him that I will do anything for you, that I will give my life for you. Um, and Peter kind of asked him, or and Peter is declaring this to Jesus, and Jesus asked Peter, like, will you lay down your life for me? And this is this very profound question because we know as the story unfolds, as it continues, that Peter will turn from Jesus and Jesus knows this. And he tells Peter in that moment, that's kind of how the story ends. It's kind of cut off. This passage ends is telling Peter that he will fail him. But I think the most beautiful moment about this is right here in this moment, Peter stays. And then sometime later throughout this night, Peter does run away. But Peter returns to Jesus and asks for forgiveness. Peter has remorse for his failures. When he is encountered with this understanding that he's denied Jesus, he weeps bitterly because he recognizes the wrong he has done. He recognizes that he has failed Jesus, the one he never intended to fail. And he asks for forgiveness. Which is the difference between Judas and Peter. Judas allowed himself to walk out into the night and never returned, where Peter allow was allowed to fail in his humanness, but returned and asked for forgiveness. And not only returned, but Jesus sought him out and after the resurrection, sought him out and to love him and forgive him. And Peter received that seeking after him and being sought after. He became the first pope, he served the church. He later did give his life for Jesus. He did fulfill that question that Jesus asked him. And now he's a saint and he lives in heaven and helps us to do the same for Jesus. So this week, I just want us to rest our hearts in preparation for the fact that we are greatly undeserving of the gift that Jesus is going to give us this week of the gift that's continuously been given to us. That our salvation is truly nothing that we are deserving of, but it is a free gift. And that our failures are forgiven 
and that we are loved. And when we turn back to him, we are fully received. Let's pray. Jesus, enter our hearts. Help us to receive your love and to not turn from you. Forgive us of our failings. Let us stay close to you always. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.